This is off the cuff too. I didn't. I missed that. Can't say uh, something on the court. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, now I got you. This week, we'll have a very elongated welcome. Jeez, it goes forever. Worm turns the podcast into a Hutchins Football Club tribute. We get excited for finals footy. Still potentially six weeks out. Yeah, come on, finals. Uh, we call for expressions of interest for the Wing All-Stars jersey. Rawr! And we make a call out for the best mullet in local footy. There's got to be some crackers out there. All that and some surveys you need to fill out coming up. Before you go there, this week's episode is dedicated to all the school holiday parents out there. School holidays, which that was me today, and my productivity was almost zero. Do you um, do the kids need a RSA to work out at the or to um, be out at the brewery with you? A responsible serving of alcohol. No one's serving. No, no one's drinking. They're serving me. <laughs> That's okay. There, it's an uh, RCA. Responsible consumption of alcohol, <laughs> right, which they do not do. Too much of. Did they get the tractor started with the Ned keys? Ned drove home tonight, mate. That's right. Did the keys start the tractor? Uh, they're still sitting on the desk from last week. Ah, <laughs> uh, guess what? What? Just come back up from Hobart. Yes. And? Don't know. Zepps changed their trading hours. We for might w- need to have a chat about their sponsorship. They've, they've changed their trading hours. Winter trading hours. Weren't open. I, I couldn't get my seafood marinara. Well, guess what? Van Diemen's still open. Oh, it was a hard <laughs> Just one. spilled that all over yourself. Yeah, I'm, so eager. So I'm, eager. I'm happy. So it's I, Monday night. Yeah, How was your weekend? Well, I wasn't too happy about it. My, my, weekend, was, um, my weekend was pretty good, um, actually. So, yeah, no soccer on Saturday because my daughter was uh, away. You didn't down tell me that. No, yeah, sorry. Texting <laughs> you like, Where's Where's Were you on the uh, bench duty? No, I wasn't. But I was. We were doing with female assist week. Ah, we normally play better with a couple ah, of females. Yep. So standard. Well, um, yeah. So no soccer. I did have the junior footy on uh, Sunday, but I went along to um, probably the first football we've been to where we didn't actually. Yeah. Oh no, I did speak to you. I yelled out to you. What uh, on Saturday? Yes. No, on Sunday. No, no, no. I mean, I mean sat- so oh, sat- sorry, Saturday, Saturday was the first time. Because um, regular team Scotch weren't playing, so I, I thought, oh, where can I go? I had my boys; they just wanted to sit in front of the the PlayStation. So I was like, no, boys, let's go, let's get out of the house. Where's the closest Nearest game? Nearest game, University Oval. <laughs> <laughs> Went and watched Uni, currently sitting dead last in the NTFA Div One, take on Perth, who are I think who? they're Perth, who are third last now. It wasn't the most skilled game. Um, How long was the grass? It, I've heard mixed oh, report the, this season. No. When we used to play, it, it, was, it, the was, long grass it was long, well. but so soft and yeah. soft underfoot and muddy. A and 20 mil or a 22 would, mil. What was in your go? T- 20, 22 mil. 22 um, mil. I would not have wanted to play there. But I tell you what, it, it might not be the most skilled game, but it was awesome to see 44 blokes 
just running around, giving it their all, even though they're nowhere near finals footy. Um, they would they were just there to play footy, and it was actually really refreshing. It was awesome. So, um, I, I, I now Uni didn't. I think they scored a couple of points. Um, so they didn't win that contest. However, what they did win was the best mullets of the day. Uh, shout outs to Jack White, number fourteen, and Jake Thompson, number forty-two, but especially Jack. Uh, he is sporting one of the best mullets I've actually seen in a very long time. So they can't, they are well done to those boys. Back in fashion. Oh, they are, mate. 110%. The kids, they want these short, it's short back and sides, but sorry, short sides, long back. Um, the mullet is back. So actually, I wouldn't mind getting some photos of the best mullets out there in local Tassie footy. So if you've got a good mullet, send them through to us on the email. What is it again? Way out on the wing That's at it. gmail.com. All the socials. At way out wing. Excellent. Uh, send us your photos of your teammates' mullets. And I'm going to put it out there. Best mullet gets a four pack of Van Diemen beer. Thanks, Will. Whoa. Jeez. We're going to. You're right. phenomenal. Uh, so you went to the nearest game. I probably picked the furthest one that I could see. Campania. No, I was, Hobart. I was. I did. I did sort of half promise or I was going to um, to Campbelltown to watch Campbelltown play. You actually got. I didn't get that. Joe no, Dead I got out. To, I got out to Bracknell. Bracknell. I thought I'd go out there and see. I ran into the uh, Georgetown legend Sean Muller, which we spoke about last week. Yeah. Uh, at uh, at soccer earlier in the day, and he said that he was backing up for a second game in a week. Good on him. Had only just started moving uh, properly. Uh, so I thought, oh, yeah, I'll go out there. And you were a couple of the Bracknell boys. The Prawn coached. Prawn wasn't playing, but he was coaching very well. Got a lot of tools at his disposal out there at Bracknell. Um, Player-wise. Yeah, right. player-wise. Yep. The uh, Matt Dennis, Josh Holland uh, combo in yeah. Ruck and Ruck Rover. Jeez, I tell you what. Yeah. yeah. Tell you what. Uh, but do you know the best thing out there? At Bracknell. At Bracknell. Well, so Bracknell, I, I do, under the, under, under the tears. It was a nice journey out there. Nice low cloud. I thought we might have seen some snow on the tears. Did you take the kids? I took the oldest out. Yep, yep. Uh, the other two were cold after soccer. There was We were that close to a fire pit out oh, at Bracknell. Yes. It wasn't funny. It, they had the superb club rooms there. The Northern End. We'll get this. Uh, we'll get the photo. You we'll get the photo the there. But the big wood heater in the club rooms there, and we stood there at half time, and then meandered. We're there for twenty minutes. Meandered down to the bottom end, facing into the wind for the third quarter, and I reckon there was a forty degree temperature differential. It was phenomenal. But yeah, better, big, um, better bit, than a fire pit. No, I don't think it was better than a fire pit, and it was an inside one. So I would love to have seen a converted gas cylinder out the front. Uh, I reckon there's there's room for movement out there at Bracknell to do that. So nice. I reckon we could do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now you go. Uh, well, I've got a bit of a, a clarification, and it's not an apology, but it's a clarification. A few of the Mount Pleasant boys hit me up uh, last week. I suggested that Tri Bunner was top of the ladder. Mm. Mount Pleasant are top of the ladder, unbeaten. Uh, <laughs> so thanks to half of the Midlands for pointing that one out. That's all right. Now I've got something. Um, isn't Tassie footy? But it's regional footy, and I reckon it's worth mentioning. Did you see uh, former Fremantle Docker player Josh Millington this week? I think I had a screenshot of that. He yeah, kicked, yes, I did. He yes. kicked 27 goals on the weekend for his countryside, uh, Violet Town in the Kyabram District Football League. 27 goals in a game. His 26th goal raised his tonne. 
for the season. It was a after how many games? Nine. <laughs> he snapped it from it was like straight in front. Sean Muller, fifty meters from no, the boundary. Stra- straight in front, snapped it from about thirty. But it was video of it. The the um he's kicked the goal, the crowd's gone nuts, and then all of a sudden there's about thirty people that have just come <laughs> Tony Plugger Lockett style running <laughs> Raining onto him, but that's um that's awesome. So they they cruised, helped him cruise to a uh, two hundred and twelve point victory over Taligarumpa, I think. Oh, that's probably wrong, but we'll anyway, edit, we'll edit the right whatever it is. Uh, Twenty seven goals in game. That's uh, that's awesome. Of, what was the total? Oh, actually, goals? I'm not sure of that. Um, but a fantastic effort. The most I've ever seen kicked in a game, uh, I think, was. 16? Should, 27 should have of been 36. Seven. 27 of 36. That's a that's a good effort. Um, so, yeah, I've, saw, I've seen someone kick 16 or 17. I, go, I can't remember that guy's name. Um, well, we don't need to give him props. But anyway, it was a he was a lot older than Back us. Back in the 60s? Yeah, he was a lot older than us, but great effort. But Fortunately, he, did, he also got best on ground. Yeah, you'd, th- you'd think 27 goals will get your best on ground. Well, so. be, I'd be filthy. The bloke's feeding it yeah. to me. Oh, no, good, good on him. So, yeah, very good effort, that. Um, I was up at the pool, the aquatic centre, earlier this evening. and uh, Recovery? Well, it wasn't me recovering. <laughs> the, a couple of the boys had swimming lessons. But let me just say, there are a few experienced local footballers up there just loosening the, uh, the bodies. Doing? Just stretching, a bit of swimming. Hmm. I, was, I was very surprised with the amount of... Dedication on a Monday night? Experience, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, a bit sore. <laughs> Right. I'm not going to name names. Okay. Uh, right. You're alluding name. to something. No, something no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not going to name names because it was probably too many to name. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, now, did you see the examiner? Um, actually, before I get to that, um, you guys, you and Tubes were having a crack at me when we interviewed Albie last You're week. You're going to have to narrow it a little more yep. than that. So you were telling me to wind up my um, my questions, yep. saying they're a bit long-winded. I took a little bit of offence to that. So I've actually recorded the episode. I've listened back and I've recorded the time that we each spent asking Albie a question. Tubes was the longest average, 14.5 seconds. I was second, 11.3. And you were well behind 7.6 seconds. So it's actually Tubes that has the most... Um, but he only asked three questions. Long, long, yeah, but that, well, that's, that's, so how, that equates, that's how... That that's equates... How average, that's how average... Work. I've also that's had a... a, that's, a, that's, a that's, an, that's 45 seconds total. You were still around the 17-minute <laughs> mark. <laughs> yeah, but they were in-depth questions. Oh. I've, I've also had a few um, a few comments about your junk time questions to Albie, commenting that they were pretty much junk. Um, they, they said, can you can you get Wilders to be a little bit more guest... guest I can't, can't name names, but can you get him to be a little bit more guest-specific, please? Um, and less junk-style questions for junk time. They like the, they like the concept, but um, the questions just weren't the best. So well, I will this week's guest... I will take that on notice, and you might want to see what we do with this week's guest. Big yeah. guest. Big, big, big guest. guest. Huge. Yeah, massive. Huge. Actually, it was lovely talking to him. Lovely fella. Still to come this week, do the Wing All-Stars have a tour game booked in already? Well, that could be exciting. We'll look at the games you need to see this weekend, and Player of the Week is a runaway winner, but it's a debutante versus a veteran in this week's poll. Who is it? Find out. Um, now, while we're on tubes, um, I'm going to keep going, unless there's something you want to talk about. No. I was, right. no. I'm going to talk about tubes. Tubes made a comment uh, last week. 
What is this? This is the new segment, is it? Let's rip tubes. <laughs> tubes, this isn't me, mate. That's tubes. No, look, well, there's a reason why I have to mention this. So tubes made a comment about a source of his saying um, that he had it on good authority that Hutchins were happy to lose to Dosa a fortnight ago um, so they didn't have to play uni in the finals. Um, now, he didn't go so far as to say they threw the game, but pretty much that's what um, I've had this phone call about. So... I've actually been, I've had contact from a law firm down in Hobart. Um, they've actually threatened Tubes uh, with a defamation case in regards to this. Um, not the best start for Tubes on the podcast. Uh, first time co-host and he's already had one defamation oh, uh, lawsuit to him. So, length, don't we? Oh, look, oh, I managed to talk our way out of a four-week suspension for him. So he's off the air for four weeks. Um, in any format? No, 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 just, oh, just, just as a co-host. He might have to become that silent... Uh, <laughs> Maybe, the silent partner in the background. Uh, we also have to give them an apology. So we here at Way Out in the Wing Podcast Sorry. unreservedly apologise for Tubes' comments last week. He was ill-informed and we will not make this error of judgement again. So we'll put that to bed. Um, there was also a comment from a Hutchins representative on the drive back up from Hobart today. An um, official representative? Uh, Unofficial. Officially but unofficial. Um, can't name my sources, but they are pumped. Jono's homemade. They are pumped for this weekend's game against Uni Mowbray. Not Uni Mowbray. Against Uni down in Hobart. And the challenge has been put out for Tubes to offer up his services as the runner for the Rainbows on Saturday. So um, if he's willing to do it, get him out there. Uh, interestingly, that match, it's going to see Uni coach Ben Van Cranen I hope I got that right, Ben. Up against his former club. Uh, a little bit of spice there. As What's the history? Well, Ben actually used to play for Hutchins Ooh. Yeah, about nine years ago, uh, but was dropped in 2012 for the second semi. Hang on, nine years ago? Yeah. Hey, I can't remember what I did on the weekend. Yeah, alone. no, look, we're creating spice for this game. So he played every game, got dropped for the second semi, and he was a leading goal kicker at the time. So pretty big call by uh, a Hutchins coaching team. But um, anyway, didn't get back in the grand final. They won, so obviously worked. He went to Dosa, Ben. Um, won it. He got a granny out there, so good on him. But he's now back at uni. On the back of Tubes' comment, this is a massive, massive I think, game. I think we've stuck the fire enough from <laughs> 150 kilometres away. Yeah, I can't we? wait to see it. Come on, yeah. Tubes. Oh. Oh. This during the week, I tell you what, hasn't this got legs? The Wing All Stars, massive. Thanks for giving me a breather as well. <laughs> um, yeah, on the back of this, phenomenal, huge, huge, huge response. People asking, how do we buy our way in? What sponsorship do you need? They want to know what the Guernsey looks like. Well, we'll Forks, sorry, we were meant to send you an email during the week, but we. They haven't actually sat down and designed the um, the concept. Anyone anyone out there in uh, Wingland have a concept for the footy jumper? For the Wing, wing All Stars. That's that uh, good. <laughs> we do work in unison sometimes. Yeah. yeah no. There's been um, there's there's been a fair bit on that. I actually want to. I'm not going to save it to the end. I want to induct someone again. No, we're not going to do it now. No, we, we'll 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 hold. Why not? It. We're, we're talking no, about it. No, play your cards. All right. All right. Uh, you got anything else? I got news. I got a bit. Yeah, we uh, almost got the AFL game. We almost yeah. up until like it went. What we recorded Monday night looked as though we were potentially going to get it. 
Uh, all the media was suggesting that, yep, it was coming to UTAS, the Carlton Frio game. Coming to UTAS is like, you beauty. I think it was late Thursday evening that it was suggested that the government decided, no, nah, we're not Carlton fans and we're not Freo fans, so we're not going to let you in, fellas. Yeah, well, I did see a, um, I did see a tweet out there that said um, why, the, why the crowd at uh, Geelong was so poor for Sydney um, v... West Coast. West Coast. Um, and they were like... <laughs> Is there a reason why Tassie? You know, I mean, it's the same same sort of deal, isn't it? So, no, yeah. Anyway, yeah. we won't we won't we won't go on on that. Um, listen in to a bit of an interview with Skervo on XS Sport up on Scurvo. the northwest coast. Yeah, he's talking to uh, Duncan Murphy, head coach of Rosebury Turak Football Club, uh, talking about their season thus far. We'll get onto that a little bit later on. And he said they're still looking for players out there. So uh, if you are interested. What about give uh, them a buzz clearances cutoffs? No, well, if you if you played if you're registered somewhere else, you can't get a clearance. They did say, however, so they, if you haven't played for five years, basically oh, <laughs> like us, but they scraping. did no, I, uh, no actually, I'm registered. Yeah. Um, no, they did they did say they could work something out potentially. Um, now I've got his number. He put it on the radio. Do I give it out here? I did send him a text message well, to see if he's probably okay. Probably going to be more people listening on the radio than what there are here. Oh four three eight seven three one double two. Hang on, I didn't get a pen. Where's right. my pen? Duncan Murphy, head coach oh, of actually, Rosemary it's, Turak. A pod, it's a podcast. So I can hit the rewind fifteen seconds. <laughs> we'll go again. Oh four three eight seven three one double two three. So if you're at all interested in getting a having a game of footy or helping out the footy call. club, give uh, give Duncan a call. I've actually chatted with him. He's a lovely fella. So. Um, there were, I don't think we covered off on this, the women's rep team and... Um, we didn't cover off on this. Premiership, uh, Hayden Fox asked the question about whether or not there was a cup or anything mm. awarded. And we said we're not sure. But there was. Yep. Uh, and there was also a... Um, player of the Was there event. a player? Yep. Which was... Come on, mate. Humphreys. Our girl, Emma Humphreys, wing um, all-star. And the team, the t- team of the... Tournament team of the carnival team yeah. of the yeah was um was a, announced so well done to all those girls that thoroughly deserve that oh so you mean the team of the team of the carnival yes yes a northwest one yes yes and a team of the but carnival that, yeah yeah yep. yeah that's so right. essentially a Tassie team yeah so well done to all the girls that made that it's um fantastic effort um <laughs> the cat's climbing up behind you um yeah no fantastic effort for the girls um did you see moving from something really positive to something not too positive the eight game suspension at sfl level uh is that was that the racial vilification yeah. one yeah we don't like that no um i mean i i we got to discuss it because it is part local footing sfl clamped down hard on the racial vilification so by suspending new norfolk player um, a new Norfolk player. A a new Norfolk player. Well, it's we don't need to name names. No, eight games after five, after uh, yeah that racial vilification. That um, we, oh, we don't need it. No, we don't. But I think the the the, the player that well, is we, it was it enough eight weeks then. Uh, well, I suppose it's hard to put a number on it's the season. It's the se- season done, isn't it? I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. That's the sort of stuff we want to stamp out of the game. So I'm comfortable at eight weeks. If it was ten weeks, we'd have been comfortable with that. If mm. I look, it's it's hard to put a number on that. But yeah, it, just, it's just you don't want that in there. No. Um, and I'm glad that um, that the the signet coach Thor Boscott said that he he took a stand 
um, basically because he didn't want the same thing to happen to a younger, more impressionable pr- player. So yep. I think it takes thought, a bit of courage as well. So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I can I can see the reasons why there, and it must be it must be um, sort of stated that um, the the new Norfolk player hasn't been accused of any criminal wrongdoing. So no. No. now um, um, I I saw something that pricked my earlobes. Is that the right term? I was wondering where you were going there. Luke Murphy Cowan. 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 Uh, Longford Gun recruit. He had his 24th birthday on the weekend. Do you remember being 24? God, if I could be 24 again, uh, 17 years ago. Uh, anyway, happy birthday, young man. But I saw in the paper, he said that the NTFA, and I quote, inverted, inverted commas, commas, it's a lot better than the old scholars. And I've told my mates down there that. Close inverted commas. So my Hutchins source. Um, Hang on. How many did he kick at old scholars? Uh, I don't think he did was. He, play? he played. At, he was Clarence. He went. He was at Clarence as well. I don't think he was. I don't think he was the superstar that he is back then. He's probably a fair bit younger, and you mature a fair bit. But um, anyway, I'm sorry, what? You mature a fair bit. Well, mate, when are we going to mature? <laughs> Between twenty and twenty-four, maybe, maybe not so much. But anyway, um, apparently. Well, not apparently, because I, I was told from the source, it has riled up a few of his old teammates at Hutchins. Uh, a little bit of words gotten out on their closed Facebook well, group. And he is, he is now target number one against the Hutchins. Apparently already amongst the Black and Magenta boys, they're trying to uh, organise a practice match for 2022. Is this a Hutchins podcast? Yeah, we've talked a lot about Hutchins, haven't we? <laughs> Don't like this, uh, but um. Anyway, oh, so God, I thought rep finished. No, then. rep footy. Rep right. footy. That'd That'd be massive. That. Yeah. Bring back rep footy. Yeah. Uh, just a little one. AFL level. Ryan Mansell, um, Tassie boy, had his best game at VFL level. Um, and judging by the way Richmond are going at the moment, he should be captain. <laughs> <laughs> well, he should at least be returning to the main team next week. So that's um that's good for him. Now, do you remember the website Bigfooty? Yep. Uh, you, you used to have a, um, what do they call it? Oh, I was on there. A suit. No, it wasn't a suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wrong word. Well, we both were uh, A profile? Yeah, but you had, you no, you were someone else. You, were, you had a fake one on there. I did have that for about eighteen months, trying to draw You're a running. bit of conversation out of a couple of people. You're pumping yourself. But that, up now that's that's footy. been cleaned. I reckon that was 2010, 2011. Yeah. That's when the rumours were abound that it was going to Evendale for twelve hundred a game. Start your own rumours. <laughs> that's hilarious. Anyway, but that's all been cleaned up, thankfully. Well, I, I got now it's all good, true, honest rumours. Well, I got sent a um, I got sent a text message. That Tasmania's local footy podcast, Way Out the Wind, is now a top thread on there. So shout out to Grey Budgie. Don't know if that's uh, Budgie Gapen in his old age. Is that a pseudonym? Maybe. Uh, But anyway, excuse me. Uh, Way Out on the Wing, Tasmania's local footy podcast, hosted expertly and always professional. So he's basically cut and pasted. We put it up there to begin. But he did say, well worth a listen, Imho. What's Imho? Are you, are you serious? Imho. Are you serious? Just realised. In what? my <laughs> humble opinion. Honest opinion. In my honest opinion, isn't Thank it? Thank you. At least you did know it. Yeah. So, anyway, a couple of likes. A hundred people have looked at that. Gee, swear, we're getting popular. Right. Maybe, oh, oh, one what more have we got? Th- Something else at Hutchins Football Club. One more thing. I spoke I've to a mate got a Hutchins. reunion. No, no, no. no. Facebook. 
This is 22 minutes and we haven't even moved into communications this yet. This is the best part. This is what people listen to. It's garbage. I read they've tuned in. You can see the stats. But, no, no, off it's massive. Now. No, they're not. We'll see. Facebook. Falling off the face of a cliff. I'm not a massive fan of Facebook. I haven't used it much. But I saw a post from Paul Barker asking about the point system in the NTFA and Surely whether... this fits into communications. Well, no, but it's not direct. Communications are direct to us, aren't they? Right, yeah. So he's asking whether there is one, the point system, and stating on the back of this that there were seven games played on the weekend, five of them had winners by over 100 points, while the sixth game was an 87-point margin. And he wasn't sure if the point system is working. So I normally just let these things go. But I actually you didn't. And so I, here I did, we go. I didn't. And I, and, I, and I now I think the NTFA are doing a fantastic job with their competition. And <laughs> I wanted to make a comment. And I felt the urge. So I thought it was a bit of a selective week to bring it up. Not so much. It was just coincidence. But there's always going to be teams struggling and there's always going to be teams going well. But this year, across the three NTFA competitions, there are, in the Premier League, there are four teams sitting on top of the ladder with 32 points and then three other teams behind them with two games separating them. In Div 1, you've got Lilydale on 44 points and then three teams um, within three wins behind them. And then the women's, you've got the top five all on 24, 22 or 20 points. And then, so only one game separating first from fifth. And then you've got South in sixth, only a further game behind. So you couldn't, you, you can't have a more even competition amongst those top teams. So I, I think the point system is working. There is a bit of a disparity between the top teams and the bottom, but that's always going to be the case. So anyway, what, so, what, what have you got the phone No, 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 no. So, I can edit this up. Your summary is, he's wrong. I'm not going to recall. I'm not going to no, say no, that. No. Yeah, no. What? The summary is... Summary is, Paul Barker, good comment, but you're wrong. All right. Well, thank you. So, we'll take no. out all that other fluff. <laughs> anyway. The, look, justifi- yeah, that's, that's the what, justification. That's what Facebook's all for, isn't it? People having a, having a crack. And, and fair enough. But uh, anyway, I, I disagree. So... Um, but we're all entitled to our own opinions. So, communications, mate. What have you? What okay. have you got? Let's go. So we we uh, there was a promo that went out in uh, earlier in the week saying get your mum to say hello. Like we'll give a shout out to your mum. Anyway, it actually got a bit awkward in the supermarket. It did. But Lockie Bremner um, touched base with us, and he said if we could give a shout out to his mum. So just wanted to say hi to him. So hello, Mrs. Bremner. How are you going? That's uh, good. Um, young Chloe at Wowee Line, she appreciated the sport crossover with Albie Nicholson talking equestrian. Said it, did, gave her, it gave her a lot more to talk about at Pony Club this week. Did she copy and paste the same uh, text messages to each other? I reckon she yeah. did, yeah. <laughs> I got that one as well. Good on you. Thank you, it's Chloe. It's interesting that uh, she, you're saying text message, but I got it through on Twitter at Wowee Line. <coughs> I got a text message. Oh, okay, direct. Right. I got right, yeah. direct. Uh, at, thanks to that, Mum. <laughs> at Dutch Redleg, contact us again. Jeez, it just keep coming. Uh, he sent me through a photo of a hanger he took in the game out at Bracknell versus Georgetown, uh, and Dutchy said it was a hanger, but we agreed that it was twenty-five centimeters off the ground. We that, we actually. How old's Dutchy now? Dutchy'd be thirty. Yeah, that's sick. That's definitely no, no. Actually, no. Sorry, Dutch. I'll take that back. That should be 32, 33. Oh, no. 
that's not a hanger then. If you that that age, he looks seventeen. Bit like Josh Holton. Kicked another six this week, Joshy. Uh, rarefied form. At Lecter Henton, uh, he wanted to know. He wanted everyone to know. I don't know what he, that's these Twitter hashtag. Wanted everyone to know that he's up for selection this week. Everyone get around him up at fourth. Fourth football club. Because they that's just what they need. At Lecter Henton. <laughs> that's just what they need. Hector coming back. No, exactly. <laughs> uh and Twitter followers of the week were Yeah. Well we got um actually Twitter Twitter went crazy this week. Um number of followers just went uh went off the charts. So you we went We went from uh eighty five to ninety five. So that's a huge percentage increase. Um but uh so I need to validate it. Just in numbers, but some pretty good, pretty good followers. Um, Mark Bacon, Jim Bacon's son. Um, Lithgow Flashman, David Lithgow. Uh, Matty Clark. Good in the nude sprint, Flash. Is he? Yeah. Matty Clark, the uh, TSL umpire. Yep. Uh, Rachel Williams, media guru. Global. But, yeah, absolutely. Icon. Uh, but I reckon Twitter follower of the week. It's got to be... Well, actually, you said there was someone that followed us, yeah. but I can't find it. Well, Mark Stevens, 7 AFL, followed us. It's not there now. No, he's obviously he unfollowed us. An accidental... I think he realised um, what we were on about. Yeah, and went, an accident. I'm not point. Tasmanian. But no, Twitter follower of the week, Fairzy. Rob Fairz. Rob Fairz. Tasmanian... 7 LA's oh. own. Oh, Loves a bit of footy. Yep. So good on you, Fairzy. You're our Twitter follower of the week. Loves a Van Diemen. Now, we don't want to interrupt for too long, but we need your help in spreading the word about Tassie's best football podcast, Way Out on the Wing. Subscribing to the podcast channel is definitely going to help us out a fair bit and then make this whole exercise go for an eternity, not just the two or three episodes. Uh, And you've got to remember, we're doing this for you, the local footy community, and we want you on board for the ride. So... Go on, hit the like button, give us a follow on any of the social media platforms, tell your teammates, your coaches, interrupt them during three-quarter time address to say, follow way out in the wing, get your friends, family, and get on board. In fact, get your mum to listen, and we'll give her a shout-out. We love all the hard-working footy mums out there, so make sure you listen, subscribe, and like way out on the wing. While we're talking about statistics, we may as well roll into the... Facts and figures. Well, the podcast. Yep. Uh, We had our... Thousandth download during the week. We're actually twelve hundred downloads. That's a great effort. And looking at the for the week. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> no. Twelve hundred in total. Uh, but a massive week. Thanks, mum. Uh, I wonder if that was to do with having Albion. on. Hundred percent. Yeah. Bit like this week's guest. Oh, massive. We let it. Can we announce it? Well, we'd know. There's no point announcing it because this episode again will go for three and a half hours. Yeah, true. Good. Did we tell the listeners when we sat down and had the concept for this podcast? Forty minutes. No, no, it wasn't even that. Wasn't it? We suggested that thirty-five minutes was maximum. As if you and I. Because there's no way you and I would sit and listen to a podcast (laughs) to each other any longer than that. Nah. Well, the crowd. The, the, um, Considering the, our intro today went twenty two. That's not an intro. That's just what we're talking. We're talking it's about local back. Footy. We're talking about local footy, and that's what we're talking about. Correspondence is that. That's where we're at, isn't it? Yep. A uh, couple of emails through on oh, way out yeah. on the wing at gmail. Ripper emails have been pumping first, them up for a little bit. Well, no. First one, oh, Paul O'Rourke. 
Um, Loaves and fishes? Yeah, we need to give him an apology. Dear Will, I wanted to double check that you're aware that the swim is on Sunday 9am at Greens Beach, not the Gorge. Paul, I won't be making it, mate. Yeah, so apologies, Paul. Um, I did do it for him, Paul. Um, so we fixed that up. But another uh, email that came through, Jan Van Ruswick. Um, Hi, Will and Nick. Have started listening to your podcast. I'm listening to episode three as I pen this. Don't read it all, uh, please. Oh, okay. But basically, Jan is the um, works coordinator, for the King Island Football Association. Sent us some awesome YouTube clips of King Island footy. Um, wants us to spruik their page, which is fantastic. Well, we've been, we've been they had the best match reports. Yeah. Now, uh, in the land. Now, one thing she wanted to, to let us know, um, this was a second email, follow-up email. Hi, guys, going through episode five now. This is the best episode I've ever heard. <laughs> okay, I added that bit in. Uh, this season, because of light numbers, we've decided to make it, we could play with 14 on the ground and up to four on the bench. If both sides can come up with 20, they can play 16 aside, which is what we normally do here. So minimum numbers to take the ground is 12. But what they've done... Teams on the buy can top up either side playing on the day using a match day permit. So basically they've manipulated it just so they can ensure that they get these uh, two games. So now she did also love it. she did also suggest with regards to our concept for flying over that they can facilitate that potentially not this season but next season. Yep. For potentially a pre-season I don't think I could think of anything better than a pre-season sojourn. To King Island, breweries just opened up, distilleries going, cheese golf. factory. No, golf we're not course. turning this into the golf podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing golf. No. I'm playing two games. But we can, I reckon we, even us, we've got time on our hands to organise this between now and say, when's, when's pre-season? Feb, March? No, I want to play a competitive game. I don't want to play pre-season. All right, so we'll go over march I've just thought of something. Oh, here we go. Ready for this? <laughs> no, no, no. We take the Wing All Stars team of 2021 with to us to play the King Island All Stars. <laughs> How good! As a preseason game. Well, we could either we could do that. Jeez, I imagine tell you get, what, oh, if ever you've wanted to be part out of the, from Emma Humphreys, that'd be awesome. Part of the Wing All Stars, get on board. So it's uh, just to be clear, it's not an all expenses. Oh no, no, trip. no, we're not. <laughs> we, yeah, we're not. Right. We're not paying for that. You got to find your own way there, and we'll we'll factor in you guys paying for us as well. But um. The other thing, as part of Jan's email, she said the other week the editor of the King Island News, Roger Hansen, wrote that King Island has the best hot dogs in the state, Ooh, and states watch. this on his Facebook page. Maybe this could be a different type of talking point for you, um, Jan. Thank you. We are chips and gravy guys. Um, happy to try a hot dog, but chips and gravy is definitely the way to go. So if we can get that up to scratch, then. Um, That'd be great. But all the best for the King Island Footy Association. Jan, thank you. I'm going to give you a call during the week and have a bit of a chat as well. So, uh, yeah, good on you. Now, just um, just got a message through just then uh, from Excuse the Language. This is the, uh, this is the Twitter handle, at Fossil Fucker. Um, he's just he's very appreciative of the show and the spread and the breadth of Tasmanian football that it gets through. So just give me a, it's 10 applause uh, icons in a row. Yep. So thanks very much at Fossil Fucker. Well, that's communications then. That's that's not a bad week of communication. It's actually a lot. It's starting to grow. Are we going to need a communications manager? We're going to have to outsource this. Send us an email at 
Way Out in the Wing at gmail.com. Or at Way Out Wing I on think the we socials. Need, do we accept resumes through the socials? Yeah, absolutely. I think we need to get a... Um, how do you get one of those proper emails <laughs> where it's like admin at wayoutwing.com? We need a sponsor. Hit us up. Any uh, email hosting sites and you want some sponsorship, Zeps is off board now. <laughs> so they're closing We've got hours. room in the schedule. <laughs> they're gone. We've got room. Uh, hit us up and uh, set us up with one of those fancy emails. Admin at Way Out Wing. Will at Way Out Wing. Worm at Way Out Wing. That'd be awesome. Willed us. Willed us. Right. Uh, moving. Oh, here mile, we go. No yep. milestones. Uh, yes. Couple of ripping milestones. I still um, I can't troll uh, Facebook fast enough to find the milestones on all of these. Yeah, you got to be you got to do research. Will firstly, state league Brody Pulferman one hundred. Well done for Launceston Footy Club. Played his hundredth TSL game on the weekend. The Lauderdale down at the tip. So club best and fairest winner 2020, 2020 Premiership player. So well done, Brody. Uh, Trent Shadbolt. And Jeremy King. Shatters yeah. and Kingy. Massive, massive achievement. Both Mont and Preston on the weekend played their 300th and 200th games, respectively, against Rosebury Turak. So well done to those boys. Um, and the other one I saw, Dean Cornish down at Richmond. Uh, played a great game on the weekend. Um, starting to improve the Richmond Footy Club. And he played game 100 for the club. So well done. Puts in the comparison. Um, I know we're not AFL, but. Um, Burgoyne playing 400. Oh, it's, Imagine playing 400 at the insane. elite level. Yeah, that's awesome. And 400 good games what did you, too. Uh, yeah. What did you think of both the Port and the Hawthorne team cheering him off? You like oh, that? I was actually, I actually was watching the Carlton game. Right. So uh, I flicked over very late. Oh, how good was um, Levi Casbolt? Levi Casbolt, huge. Huge effort. Oh, love to talk huge. to you. Anyway... Uh, We've got to move into a round review, otherwise we'll... Um, we'll be here all night. We are here all night already. Uh, the Devils uh, down Sandringham, 56-18 uh, to 18 down at the Twin Ovals. Um, so there, that's two in a row. So they're ticking along nicely. When you uh, said the Devils, I thought you meant the North Texas Devils. No, what have we got from there? I actually don't know. Yeah, I'm don't know. Right there. There. Uh, TSL, Lonnie uh, over Lauderdale at the tip by 40 points. Clarence over North Hobart by 55 points with uh, wing favourite Cole Garland kicking six against his old side and being named best. It's a nice little yes. salt into the wound. I, I tell you what, might be a little bit off here because I know how dominant Launceston and North are, but if Cole can get his uh, get the Dukes on it, I reckon they're a little, they'll be a little threat, Clarence. Just a little one. Don't look at me like that. Uh, North Lonnie... Um, over a hapless Glenorchy. I use that lightly because you'd never want to see sides bottoming out uh, to the tune of 105 points uh, with a very even goal spread. And young Stingle, I got word tonight while I was up at the pool, uh, just a smoky for a draft choice. He's not in the system, so he's not, he's not playing the devils and stuff, but apparently, word on the street, he is absolutely a, elite contested football. Both his skill and his decision making. So North have found one there. 
North one of one North, of the North one of their seventeen debutants for the year. The footy fact, phenomenal. Uh, no the game, Devils, no game for the NTX oh, Devils. That's a, that's yeah, a bit no, like no. a Carlton weekend. They, they instead they had a uh, footy footy strategy and education session. What did that go for? Three days? No, just just looks like an hour and hour and a bit. No, um, no. Looks enthralling. Couple of Van Damons on yeah, the table. They lost the week before to the Yoki. Sixty points. One. That's no good. Uh, SFL. Uh, Lindisfarne, 105 points over Brighton with the duo Cassidy and Blackburn combining for 10. Now, question, you're probably going to get to it. You had a game of the round which was a stinker in the end. Uh, how was Tubes' game of the round? Uh, wasn't... Hobart v... Yeah, New Norfolk over Hobart. Um, it was good until halftime. And then after halftime, New Norfolk kicked 10 goals to three to end up uh, winning by 58 points. So... Regrettably, it was still better than my game of the week, game of the round. Um, Sorrell annihilated Claremont, uh, keeping them to the t- two just two scoring shots. That's a tongue twister after a couple of Van Diemen's. Uh, and having 54 scoring shots of their own to run away 172-point winners. And as you alluded to, in what was meant to be the game of the week, turned into an absolute fizzer. Stinker of the week. Look, great if you're a Signet fan, um, but they saw off flag contenders, second place Huonville, by gobsmacking 120 points. A very, very depleted Huonville side. Set up, up to 12 players missing, I heard. Well, it was set up largely by a swashbuckling 10-goal to one second quarter. Are you listening? The pre-premiership listening? quarter. Uh, Signet coach Thor Boscott must have struck the fear of God into them during his quarter-time speech. Yeah, like we'll it. just let yeah, that I, one sit. I like good. it. That's good. Yeah, I worked well, on that well, one. Well done. Worked on that one this afternoon. Well uh, in the women's Division 1, <laughs> top side Glenorchy defeated bottom side Kingbra, 56-0. In Division 2, top side Uni beat bottom side Brighton, 83-14. to And in Division 3... Top side Hutchins beat bottom side Southeast Suns 57 to 0. You're listening to Way Out on the Wing with Wildus. And I'm Worm. With thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Well, let's move on from that because the Masters are back. And you know Ooh. what that means? You know who also is back? Pigskin. The Pigskin Warriors. Unfortunately, they got done by 106 oh, points. But on, they are improving. Ones. They kick four. Yes. So they're, Jeez, they're on the upward trajectory. And they played the two Blues from Lindisfarne, who are a very, very strong team. So they they had a convincing win again. Sorrell got over the line of the Lindisfarne Blues, the other team, and Kingborough, uh 80-point winners over the Lauderdale Super Jets. Uh Ash Humphreys. So you haven't mentioned that Super yeah, Jets before. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Ash, Ash uh, Humphreys kicked seven of his team's 13 goals in that game. So well Ooh, done. Kick it to me, well boys. Well done to Ash. They'll, kick have it a, to me. they'll have a month off recovering and ice bars and playing with the kids, and um, then they'll get back to it in a month's time. Now, so. we've covered off on it a fair bit already, but old scholars. Hutchins! <laughs> uh, well, no, they did do a number. Yeah, well, Dosa. Uh, Dosa won a very important game on the weekend yeah. against Uni. So, 106 to 79. Uh, backing up from that previous week's upset against, um, can't remember who they played. Um, <laughs> we're, uh, the on boys week, in, we're on a week by week basis here. Yeah. yeah um, so, that's really consolidated their spot in the top four. Now, two games clear of Uni. And Uni have a massive game this week against the fired up Hutchins. Um, Tubes will be running. Only f- yep, hopefully only five games to go, five rounds to go. So uh, we saw B- 
Braden Barwick and Michael Fisher both kicked five for the Roosters. Uh, Benny Halton kicked three in his first game back for the Rainbows um, after recovering from his broken finger. So that was Ooh, uh, yeah, that was that was good win by by Dosa. Um, the other game, yeah, Hutchins got back on the winners list uh, after their second half fade out against Dosa the previous week. They defeated and improved Richmond one eighty three to two goals three fifteen. Uh, and as I said, they were led well by Dean Cornish playing in his 100th game on the weekend. And then the other game that round was played previous OHAV. The Contorno yeah. Depot. Yeah. So I, I reckon that I reckon the top four's set. Done. There. Uh, moving. How, how good's fine? How good's this podcast? Oh, did, we're going to go finals? nuts. I'm actually, what, are, what did you say? They were five or six rounds out. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Then you go to another level. Well, just wait for it. Yeah. What about uh, up here, mate? No, nah, well, moving up the highway a little bit. Traditional rivals Campania yep. in the ODFA uh, took on Bothwell, uh, battling it out at Campania, with Bothwell getting the points uh, by 34 points, that is, with the Bone Doctor kicking three. Out of, out of the surgery. Just call it. Get out of my surgery, fellas. Get out of my surgery. Sent half four to the wing all uh, Campbelltown returned to its home ground to take on Mount Pleasant. The game that I was meant to get to didn't quite get there, fellas. Uh, and their incredible accuracy in front of goal failed to see them get across the line, going down by 138 points as a rampant Aaron Daly slotted through sick. Campbelltown kicked two straight. Incredible accuracy. Uh, continuing a little bit further up. Uh, NTFA Premier League, Premier League, Premier Division, uh, Divi- Premier, L- <laughs> Premier, Premier League. Uh, Premier bit Division. like, bit like you, Worm. Uh, Delarane got their nose in front early in the game <laughs> against Scottsdale yeah, and held it there until one. the final siren in the closest game of the round, winning by nineteen points. Bracknell did a number on an underman Georgetown by one hundred and five points. Uh, the contest was not reflective of the score. Um, it was a much better showing from Georgetown, I thought, that sort of blew out that 105 points. Uh, South beat Hillwood by 132 points down the river with big Bambi McCulloch, Bambi. big Bart, uh, bagging 12 sausage rolls. And Rochelay, geez, yeah, just... They're, they're the they counted for Bridge North by 113 points with an, our evergreen Josh Halton. Kicking six. Mate, they have, they have got a lethal forward line. Jordan are, Cousins yep. being named best, and I reckon they're just beginning to purr. Have they got the Josh be- Ponting best hasn't the even comp? shifted into second gear yeah. yet. Yes. Yeah, they're going to be uh, they're going to be trouble come finals time. You would not want to play Rocha uh, uh. Uh, come finals. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, in the Div 1, only three games. Um, look, nothing really to whet the appetite with some pretty convincing wins to teams expected to get the chocolates. Lilydale, big winners over Evandale. Uh, Evandale goal kickers? No, none. No, oh. five behinds. Uh, Sonny Whiting kicked nine for the victors. Oh, he'd be dirty, didn't get the 10. Well, he now he's, he's just snuck over the lead over Jake King from St. Pat's as the association leading goal kicker. So. Couple of goal sneaks there. Um, Perth, yeah, easily accounted for Uni and OL was easily accounted for Meander, which was a little bit of a danger game for them, but they they came out and performed really strongly. In the women's, um, there was a belter of a game, and we actually got a match of the round tick. Or one to watch. We got a we got a green tick um, with Hillwood getting over the top of South by just four points. Uh, they let it every break, and South couldn't reel them in at any stage and. 
That takes Hillwood now to second or equal second on the ladder, um, which is a phenomenal effort for the team in its first year in the comp. So they're doing really, really well. South have been the yardstick in that comp for a few years now. So um, that'll give them a, uh, Hillwood a lot of confidence at this stage of the season leading into finals. All the other games were pretty much one side as, as expected. Um, but as I alluded to earlier, now just two wins separate the top seven on the ladder. Uh, so that's going to be an awesome, yeah, an awesome lead into finals to see who can who can qualify. You'd, you'd think that um, Launceston will finish up the top and Old Scotch got a couple of games in hand, so they'll be up there as well. But then who gets those final three spots? Um, who knows? Hillwood are performing really well and Scottsdale Bridge North are, are great as well. So, yeah. Up what about the coast, mate? Oh, yeah. Heading up on the coast, NWFL. Penguin 15 points the better of Latrobe. Uh, Winyard 105 points over bottom place to Olveston with Zane Murphy getting five goals in his best game of the year. And in the grand final replay, Devonport beat Burnie by 50 points with uh, the the wiry, Wiley. Wiley? Wiley. Wiley. Two-game veteran, Nick Milburn. So he's made his debut last week for Devonport, sliding through 10 for Devonport this week. In what was, and there was a bit of controversy up there, why do we put covers on a cricket ground in the summer, but then we don't do it? in the winter when there's rain forecast? Very good question posed by Ned Perry. At Ned Perry, 73, I think it is. Where, especially Devonport over with turf. Like, why aren't we putting... Most of those grounds, I would have thought, would put covers on. So, so they will. Yeah. Um, one to ponder. One to ponder. In the, in the women's, uh, the NWFL, we saw 1v2 uh, in a top-of-the-table clash. Hot! But it didn't end up that way. Alveston convincing winners over Wynyard. Uh and they and Penguin had a comfortable win over Latrobe, um, which actually has now jumped them into second spot on the ladder. So, yeah, good on the Penguin girl. Uh, circular head. Uh, Red Par defeated Scotchdown 62-30 to in some incredibly sloppy and slippery surface conditions at Red Par. You should see... We'll pop a photo up on social media of... Uh, there's a photo of the boys standing in mud on the boundary as the four interchange players. There's also a photo post-game of the Red Par uh, fellas. At, like It's hard to tell that they actually have red Guernseys on. You would have thought they were brown. Uh, and Irish Town defeated Forrest Stanley 101-39 to in some much-improved ground conditions at Irish Town. Now, yeah, now, I did see the Red Par photo. Um, the AFL Integrity Unit uh, actually invest, well, investigating that no, because there's some like, inappropriateness. And um, Well, no, I'm more worried about this. So that, don't worry about that. I'm worried about this guy on the left that has a very clean jumper. No, he's taken the He reminds no. me a <laughs> Here lot we go. Here we go. of your good self in playing days. It will come off. Everyone else will be covered in mud. Mate, you were clean. I only out. started playing footy when I was 18, but the first thing I learned was keep your feet. Why go to ground? Keep your feet. And that's clearly what old mate here. With it's the, a contact uh, sport, mate. People are going to run into you with mud on them. Not if you... It's a contact not sport. Not if you're speedy. Uh, standing. Speedy. Um, no, I think he had another Guernsey, which is that in the pocket there. But um, Oh, you reckon yeah. he's taking it off? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. but that's um, that's pretty... pretty uh, we'll, throw that, we'll throw that photo of the Red Par boys up on the socials. We'll have to blur out the inappropriateness. Rightio. NWFA. Yes. Turner's Beach celebrated their 50th birthday the celebrations on the weekend. 
Uh, but unfortunately, he couldn't get the win. Uh, yeah. They went down to Sprayton at home. Full of disappointment. For 42 to 173. So I did hear that it uh, didn't stop the club from celebrating long into the evening. So I had a pretty good night down there, the boys so and the and the girls and, and everyone involved. So well done. Um, in one of our games of the week, we saw fourth-placed Sheffield get done quite convincingly by the Hector Lentonless fourth. First place fourth. Yep. Uh, 36 to 113. East Olvey got done by Wesley Vale, and we saw Mott and Preston. Very large, convincing winners mm. over uh, our boys out at Rosebury Turak. 54 goals, 36-360 to one solitary behind. Um, it was a big day. I mentioned this earlier at Mott and Preston with the side celebrating those two milestone games of Trent Shadbolt and Jeremy King. Uh, and it was great to see the respect shown by the Rosebury Turak boys lining up after the game joining Mott and Preston and uh, congratulating those two players there. So, guess you wrote and well read that done. well. That was very well delivered, Ben. That's straight off the cuff, mate. I'm looking at Facebook. Uh, King Island. Where gra- grassy this, this gra- take a while. No, 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 it won't actually because I've very much summarised it. Um, grassy played Curry with twelve players per side this week on the field. Uh, in what was a pretty even first term, Grassy then lengthened their lead at every change, holding Curry to just two points after quarter time to run out 93-point winners. Right. Now, your Darwin report. Don't worry about it. No, For, no, no. I forgot about Darwin. No, yeah, you, did you really? <laughs> no, because I know that we've got... Hazy. Our, we've got Hazy. Bond. Hazy sent it through. This is Hazy Darwin report, third of the seventh. In the lead up, in the build up to the match of the round, Queenstown quickly flexed their muscles and turns it into a fizzer, finishing sixty-five point winners. Uh, Toby Lutwich kicked six, and Lockie McKellar tore the game to shreds. Oh. While coach Peter Fulton kicked five for the Robins. Oh, no. uh, Somerset ran out over the top of Yola with a six goal to one final quarter to win it by five, uh, fifty-eight points. Nathan Drake and Aaron Butler kicked six and four respectively, while Liam, Liam Witten-Lowe played well for the Ds. Played well. Do we like a played well? I think we need to, we we need to work that, on that. Hazy. Yeah. Natone, it's better than what we did. Though. Natone celebrated their 2001 and 2011 premierships oh. by winning the 2021 Bretno. Uh, reunions in style with a 75-point win over South Burnie. Natone's small quick forward line dominated all day with Braden Hayes. Any relation? Uh, kicking three. And track rolls smashing bodies on the extremely muddy ground. I actually would have thought Royce would have been better for that. Chris Weed was best for South. Weed. Uh, in, his final, in the final game, Ridgely. Rid, who? No, come <laughs> on. We've, we've Ridgely. Wrigley. Rid, Ridgely. Ridgely. <laughs> Travelled out to the kennel to meet the winless dogs and finished 35-point winners. Big Adam Walker kicked six for the Saints. Whilst the Perkin brothers, Perk, sorry, whilst the Perkins brothers stood up for the struggling doggies. Great report, Hazy. Oh, yeah, that's just we, send that through. So is that, how are you, how are you contacting him? No, Hazy's, Hazy and I just, we just bypass him. Yeah, you have, you've. You've gone away. T- from the- I saw. I actually, saw the writing on the wall, and I went right. I'm bypassing. Actually, you. speaking of that, um, of speaking hazy. of bypassing me. Oh yeah, here we um, go. I actually had a. I had a complaint. This was meant to go into the news. <laughs> As uh, in Mark Stevens, Channel Seven. No, or our news no. I had section. a. I had a complaint from someone 
Um, <laughs> in reg- someone. Yeah, in regards to a tweet we sent on Saturday night at 10.45 about the Tour de France. They wanted to know, are you guys branching out now to covering all sports or was this just a slip up by one of you, one of the podcast hosts who should have tweeted this from his own personal account? The latter. Okay. Um, I think there was a, there was a slight way up the wing hashtag on there, so he was confused. He said, if this is the case, I'm going to unfollow. Do you know what? Um, did, you, if you, did you see who I tagged in there? Richie Port. Uh, Richie Port. Matt Keenan. Oh, people aren't going to know who these people exactly. So I, I think I'm just I trying think, to broaden our reach. I think what he's getting Tassie at Tassie football. I'm tagging a well-known Tasmanian in Richie Port there, pumping him up. I cannot remember what the conversation was. <laughs> I was watching. I think they what what this um, individual anyway. We're or here to build people up. No, not no, tear but what, them down. That's right. But what they were talking about is they 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 want to know whether we'll start covering the Jack Jumpers now, the Tassie Jack Jumpers. Highly likely, maybe well, that, that might be our summer. This has got to be it. What's the but oh. what's the pod name? Um, on the court, player of the week. Bradley brought to you by Van Diemen Brewing. Well, that's a that's a landslide. It is done and dusted. It was done and dusted earlier in the week. Player of the week. Yep. Uh, last week's mark. What did you say? Debut game. Welcome back. I wanted yeah, to call it. Welcome, uh, Cotter. Five-year-old debut. Cotter. Did a wonderful job of roping all his mates in to vote for him. Hey, smart. Get on Is the... he Tasmanian? Yeah. Uh, I thought he was no, travelling. No, 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 no. Hold we on. might have it's, trouble getting um, the four-pack of Van Diemen. No, 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 no. He's he's in town. He's oh, got a man. beautiful little farm. Very comfortable victory. Yeah, absolutely. 28 votes. 64%. And mm. it was our most voted poll well, we've ever said, had. got all his mates. Say, well done. That's how you do it. And that's how we've got the followers, the increase in followers. So um, coincidentally, there was a lady that made a a comment on the the poll. Um, Cade Maguire said, speaking with, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's it. No, that was, yeah. Oh, speaking about Yeah, but someone else mentioned about Mark saying that she was, coincidentally, she was at the game and shared a photo. And then we got a few extra votes from that. So well done to Mark. But that uh, one there, another comment suggesting Yeah, another comment. Two times, B.O.G. Moyle. Uh, he wasn't Rose aware Turek, of the mention. our favourite son. Put a smile on his face, though. Yeah, so we love see, putting a smile that's on That's why we're, we're here to build people up. Faces out there. Mark, uh, quick, this week. Quick one, though. Mark Cotter, on the text messages, I bypass you. Told He told the Stanley Forest president, Marty, about the podcast. To go he, and get... No. He's going to share, share it all around there. He's got an idea for us to build our base. If you had a section that introduced a new club each week from around the state... A quick interview with a club character. Hang on, every hang club. On, hang on. We've we started at thirty five minutes and we can't get it below fifty. An hour thirty five, and we're adding in a new segment. The thing that worries me with this is it said and a quick interview. Not sure if that's possible yeah. with you and I. But if anyway, I love the idea. So thanks, Mark, and well done. If you're liking, following, and subscribing, you'll understand that we don't mind the talk. So uh, this week, my player of the week is a debutante, Marcus. Stretch a bets. First senior game for the Perth Football Club. Stretch. Stretch. I heard them yelling that out yes, when I was there. Come yeah. on, Stretch. Got the win Big against fella. Uni. Yep. And sung the song with gusto, even if he was reading it off the board. They all were, weren't they? Oh, there were a lot of them. A few in the fir- in the uh, inner circle. So, legend Marcus Stretch a bets for the uh, debutante for the Perth Football Club. You're my player. 
of the week. You got a massive mouth. Uh, oh, do you want me to say what? You... <laughs> Nose. Uh, Nose. Joe Dirt Burberry. Can you put him up again? No, he can't. No, I don't even know what he did, but I just love the bloke. Um, he didn't kick a goal for starters. No, nah, all right. Well, mine, I've already mentioned this guy, uh, and Jezza King just misses out because he only played 200, but Trent Shadbolt, Shady. 300 games for Mott and Preston. Oh, Phenomenal take... achievement. So we're going a we're 300, going a 300 gamer, gamer versus a, a debutant. Day... Oh, that's awesome. But anyway... To Shaddy, well done on the 300. You are my player of the week. Best of luck. Get all your mates out there voting. All the best. Player of the week. Proudly brought to you by Van Diemen Brewing. This week, we loved having a chat with Carlton champion and fellow Taswegian, big Levi Casbolt, about his path from Fingal to the MCG, how he'd love to play for a Tassie AFL side, and who's the biggest pest at Carlton, all while he was finishing dinner at Eddie Betts' house. Jeez, whoo. Now, we have released it as a separate interview. It'll be available shortly up on your normal podcast channel. Just search for it way out in the wing. But here are some highlights from our chat with Big Levi. Levi Casbolt, thanks very much for joining us, mate. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I guess my, my Tassie links aren't um, that well known because my first nine years we lived in Fingal. Jeez, mate, uh, this, is, this is very close to home. I grew up in Avoca. Did you really? Yeah. The far. famous <laughs> double cobra. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> where we want to go to, which is a grand final, is in front of a hundred thousand people, and that's going to be one of the challenges. So, you almost had a fresh airy, but you got a toe to that ball in the last. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took took well, a I, thought, I thought I had the mark. Then <laughs> yeah. he called play on. Yeah, he called play on, and but, you went off. Oh, sh- so then I went to then I went to take off. Then I went to take off, and I slipped. But but you got the. T- I regathered myself yeah. and lost the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we're singing the song, I'll, I'll wear whatever they want me to wear. Oh. Is, is that a is that a um, is that a challenge? You'll, um, you'll, you'll wear whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> now every time they see him, it's Jonesy. <laughs> well, what, what are your thoughts on the Tassie Footy team? Oh, I mean, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see a team down there, and if they got a team and I got the opportunity to play, it'd only be for a year or two. But who at the footy club makes football look easy? Who Eddie Betts. Aside uh, from the fact that I'm in his house, but um, <laughs> I was about to go, and then I think uh, I think my wife threw the kids in the bath. So, <laughs> <laughs> or actually, most annoying, Ed Kerno. <laughs> Reasons or, being, or his brother, or his brother Charlie. Oh, Doherty probably weights him better. Um, but if I could pick anyone, it'd probably be Murphy. Oh, that's topical too. I yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why I ask it. I just got a fine for that. Like- Hey, mate, have you heard that new local footy podcast yet? Nah, what's the game? Way out on the wing. A couple of jokers chatting about all things footy and Tassie. Yeah, I reckon it's got some legs. And you know the best bit? They cut through all that normal media bull... Beep. Yeah, we should get the boss on board to advertise with them. Yeah, for sure, mate. Get in from the start, that's what I say. Who doesn't want to listen to some genuine stories, some footy discussion, and some pretty good tall tales? Don't forget player of the week, four pack of beer. That's my type of podcast. Get the boss to email them. You'll love the exposure. Boss, you want left-handed shifting, would you mate? 
Radio Games of the Week. This is what we should be going to see. Uh, TSL, we've got a tot. Love a tot. Uh, Lonnie versus North Lonnie. Two o'clock at Windsor, you Saturday a, afternoon. You'll be, you'll be there. I'm hoping to be there. I do have some prior engagements, which I'm hoping to absolutely cream through. It doesn't look like it, though. Uh, old Boys down in Hobart, the game. Let the me game. guess. Uh, <laughs> like, I haven't seen this yet, but I'm going to guess. Uh, Hutchins are playing. Oh, they are. And my guess is... Ooh. The Tubes. The Uni. The Tubes ran Uni. Why am I guessing when we've already spoken know. about we it? We have. So, yep, Uni uh, Uni fifth, currently fifth, taking on Hutchins third. So, uh, looking forward to seeing Tubes running as the runner for Uni. You, you, you reckon that's got, what he might do? If you've run got, as a runner? Pro- probably not. <laughs> pro- probably not, Shuffle. actually. Yeah. Shuffle as the runner. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing that. It's a very important game for both teams there. Uh, ODFA. Guess what? We've got a tot. We've got a tot. Mount Pleasant versus Triabana. What's the most uh, tots we've had? Four. In a week, is Four. it? And we're up to three. Yep. Uh, and then NTFA Premier, we got, we've got we've got an almost tot. Uh, number two, second, oh, sorry, number two. <laughs> written two. Comes out like that. Uh, second place, Longford versus third place, Bracknell. And the Bracknell boys are geared up for this. That'd be a great this game. This is the one we said to Tubes. Yeah, you want to see, you want an to see Albie, a Hewen v, yeah. Hewenville v Signet, but a Longford Bracknell. Mm, is it that's at, at Longford. Longford, yeah. A lot, Fire pits. I'd like to, don't know what the long range weather forecast is for Saturday. That'd be a ripping game. Absolutely. Actually, yeah, that'd be a really good uh, game. Division 1. Uh, yeah, got Division 1. OLs, uh, third yeah. place OLs. Taking on St. Pat's. Now, again. Fifth place St. Pat's. Still think, you reckon they're still cemented think that there? Final cemented. Oh, this but will say a lot. I actually think it's a danger game for OLs. Um, St. Pat's, uh, they get up for those those big games. And um, yeah, looking forward to seeing how that one pans out. Now, if you're up on the coast, NWFL, third place Penguin versus first placed Devonport. So that'll be a pretty good one to see. And NWFA, you wouldn't read about it. We haven't. We've got a tot. Yes, that's four. First place, fourth versus the rolling train that is Mott and Preston. Oh, that actually. Be yeah, that'd be a really, yeah. really good. That's at, actually that's my. Oh, actually, the match of the round. No, I think the Lonnie North Lonnie game is the match of the round for me. But fourth and Mott and Preston at fourth. At fourth mm. with a with. Hector Linton back. Well, suggesting that he's back. Get around me, boys. Get around me. What's what's been wrong with him? Uh, I did speak to him a few weeks ago. I can't actually remember. Much like when I'm speaking Age. to you, I don't really listen. Hey, Do you know? Actually, speaking of not listening, I actually went back through. I've listened to the Alistair Nicholson. Uh, no wonder we had so many downloads. Yeah, I've listened to it three times, and each time I hear something new. Although the one that we got this week with Big Levi. Yeah. What a, a, what a great guest. He's a bit more laid back than Albie was. And no, so it was no. a little bit... E- nothing, nothing against you, Al. Love speaking to you. But Levi was a little bit easier to listen to with regards to the frequency of words used. Levi's not a professional commentator. Albie is. And it shows. Uh, just a little bit of an update regarding the devastating injury to ex-Lauderdale and current Signet player Ryan Wiggins. The local footy community is in a bit of shock after this devastating uh, off-field injury that has left the Southern Southern Football League star fighting for his life. Um, it's the Southern Football League has called off. Um, it would postpone this week's seniors, reserves, and Colts and women's matches out of respect to the Wiggins family. 
and messages of support are being delivered from around the footballing world. Uh, and we would like to extend our um, best wishes to Ryan and his family. I know he was uh, he's got a fiance, and um, it's sort of there's a there's an extended uh, recovery process which will likely move to Melbourne for him. So if you are in a position to help the Wiggins family or Ryan out, um, we will put the link up on our socials uh, and we wish you all the best, mate. You're a, you're a fighting young man and uh, we're no doubt you will get through this at some point. Cheers. Uh, right, moving time on. Time on. We are on as uh, this episode is um, dedicated to. School holiday parents. It is school holidays. There'll be a few people looking for sit down with a nice, refreshing Van Diemen at the end of the day to listen to us. Would that be refreshing and be entertaining? Be long. Yeah, it's long tonight. So yeah, so to all the uh, the school holiday parents out there, to, I know I as I alluded to, I did nothing today. I got the kids again tomorrow. Yeah, I've got my, I'm I'm kidless. For Do you know what days, we ended so up good. doing today? Uh, we but we burst a hole in a dam. With the excavator. Nice. Just because that was going to kill a bit of time. Oh, so you did it on purpose. Oh, we had to. Right. We've got a pipe that's not leaking. But anyway, we digress quite we significantly. We do. We do that well. Uh, we, we've also got a weekend off junior f- sport. Yes. I'm heading to a Excellent. 40th. Probably Excellent. won't quite get to. Well, I'm actually, I'm rolling out of a 65th luncheon. Into a 40th. Into a 40th. Are you going to a 21st? And then I'm going to a 21st, night? and then we're going to finish it at an 18th. You're not. It's a, no, what is it? What are they called? What are those dinners um, that you go to? Uh, yes, I know. <laughs> Damn it! It's on the tip of my tongue. Consecutive, no. You can't even know what to Google search. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you Google search What's that? What's that called? <laughs> we're, we're keeping this Success, on there. Su- no, no. Um, Progressive, progressive dinner. Progressive dinner. That's it. So I'm gonna roll oh, through a progressive gosh. set of birthdays. Be like, maybe <laughs> get maybe get the uh Launceston um North Launceston game in there. Um but yeah. Luck. Exactly. Um, your time on your, your um junk time questions improved this week, so well done. Thank you. Yep, that was it. Uh, we are we gonna split this episode or not? I think we'll have to. We'll do a special a big, bonus interview with Big yeah. Levi. So great interview today. Well, this afternoon with Levi Casbolt. Did not know he was a Tasmanian. Did not know that he was best friends with one of our sworn enemies, Ferret Bosworth. Yeah, that was that's awesome. Didn't know that we didn't grew know up, that we grew up literally twenty k apart from each other. He didn't know that Fingal didn't didn't score in the grand final. Well, we made him acutely aware of that. Yep. Uh, he was at Eddie Betts's house. Eddie. How good's Eddie on the phone? What yeah. a ripper! Just chewing the fat with Eddie. I, just a little asterisk there. We didn't speak to Eddie. No. Levi was at Eddie Betts's place. I didn't want to sound like a fanboy and say, "Oh my God, put us on Eddie." <laughs> um, now the Wing All Stars. We introduced them last week. Well, I'm introducing a new member to the Wing All Stars. Woo! I don't know where to put him, so therefore he goes into a back pocket. Scotting role? Yeah, playing. Okay, yeah. Scotty Woodroff. Yeah. He's been a solid contributor to the, the all probably to the of, probably our probably verging on our best contributor other than uh, uh, what what about Bones's mate that sends us um Instagram messages? No, Dirt's mate. Yeah, uh, sorry, Dirt's mate. Yeah, he's good. Uh Hazy sending in the Darwin reports is yeah, pretty good. Yeah, Hazy might if, if Hazy can perform on the field, then um I reckon we'll yeah, we'll follow that up. But so Scotty, uh, no, Scotty Woodroff. Woodroff 
I don't know where to the wood duck foot him, uh, where to fit him because he's he'd be where to foot him. How old would Scotty be now? Twenty three, and the rest. So anyway, Scotty, I'm going to throw you in a back pocket. Um, you can be unaccountable to run forward, whatever you want. You can run forward, mate. Have a snag, but um, you're going down the back pocket. But you are on board the wing all stars. So well congratulations, done, Scotty. Scotty. Thoroughly deserved, mate. That's um, all I've got, Will. That is all I've got. I just it's a real. It's a short one from me this week. What? The week episode. Oh. The short conversation. Uh, just a reminder to listen, like, and subscribe to us. Um, send your filthy weather picks, your mullet picks. Yeah, I want some mullet we picks. We want to see the mullet picks this week. Uh, we'll throw a little bit of those red par, dirty, filthy um, <laughs> jumpers up on the socials. Um, but yeah, thanks very much for joining us. We'll see you again. Same bat time. No, in a fortnight. I'm not here next Monday, I just realised. We'll do it. Um, well, I'll call you on the phone. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll just have a week off. We'll release Levi next week. Edit uh, 10.26. Radio. Thanks for joining us. See you all. We'll Enjoy see you your later. week. Go and see local Bye. footy.